Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Coach Herm Edwards, ESPN NFL analyst, former Eagles corner, former Jets and Chiefs head coach. Coach, <laughs> yes, I, I'll tell you what, Some there are a handful of guys who've won more than one Super Bowl, but in their first five years to win two MVPs, two Super Bowl MVPs, lead the league in passing and touchdowns, throw, have a season with 50 touchdown passes, to do what Patrick Mahomes has done – from an individual standpoint, as they say, and from a team success, it hasn't been done. Like this is new territory in the NFL. What do you? Before we get into anything else, how about Patrick Mahomes? Well, obviously, he's a very unique player, uh, especially at the position. Uh, we have stated this many a times uh, that uh, he is the MVP of the league. There's a reason for that, and I think along with that, uh, there comes pressure and expectations. And what I've liked about him, watching him from afar, is that he takes it for what it is and um, he, he just lifts his team up by how he plays. Mm. Uh, his, his, his ankle injury, uh, he was hurting. Everybody knew it. Uh, but it wasn't an excuse. And I think when, you, when you're considered the MVP of the league, just think of the pressure that is on you. People expect for you to do this. They, they think it's easy. He makes hard look easy. Sometimes. And uh, I thought the game plan in the second half uh, that Andy and Eric uh, put together really, really just took advantage of some cover coverage issues that the Eagles had in man-to-man, along with the lack of pass rush. Uh, you think about this Eagle team, you know, 70-something sacks. They hardly ever came close to the quarterback. And then I thought they did a nice job, and I thought uh, the quarterback did a nice job of understanding the coverages that they were in man-to-man down there in the red zone and basically got beat three times because of the loss of leverage and what they mm-hmm. were trying to do. And it, was, it, it wasn't very difficult. I mean, I was, watching, I was just watching it as a corner, as a DB, and going, well, you'll stay on your leverage side. You're going to get beat. And, you know, it happened. Bradbury the same way. He comes in there. The guy runs a stop. If you stay outside leverage and the guy runs back outside, he's going to run into your body. He jumps inside and then grabs the guy. Is it a foul? It's a foul. Should they have called? I don't know about all that, but it's a foul. But keep your leverage. They gave up three touchdowns because they lost leverage in man-to-man. And the Chiefs attacked their coverage where it was very simple just to play zone. When you get into bunches, it's very difficult to pass off stuff. And the Eagles were trying to pass it off. <laughs> they had no shot. They had no shot, guys. They had no shot. Zero of covering it. When 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 you look at the Bradbury situation on Juju, right, Hunter? Yes. He runs the he runs the the shallow cross, yeah. sticks his foot in the ground, and return back yeah. out. If he stays on outside. his outside shoulder, yes. he's gonna run into him. But yes. given the fact that he allowed the inside to develop, he was never going to outrun him and get back 
get back over that uh, top to that ball. But should that penalty been called knowing that he wasn't going to get there? Well, you know, they call what they call, you know, uh, uh, Keyshawn, you know, and, 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 you know, they can say in the heat of the moment, why would they call that? You know, I, when you when you play out there, and I played out there for ten years, man, it, it's one of those deals. You're hoping the officials, you know, they, you're talking to them all the time. But 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 he he grabbed him, he, he grabbed him, pulled his jersey. But, why, why would he grab him though? Well, I always say you grab because you're in a panic mode. You panic. So mm. what is the first thing you do is grab, and 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 really didn't have to grab because the worst case scenario, if he catches it, you tackle him. <laughs> you just tackle him. That's all. You tackle him for a five yard gain. But now you give him a first down, right? And it starts all over again because you, you get you get the foul. But these guys were in a bad way, man, in the red zone. They got outcoached in the red zone. Andy and those guys outcoached them in the red zone, period. Because they lined up in bunches, and they knew what they were going to be in, man-to-man, and they were going to challenge them going across the field or passing stuff off. And they attacked the coverage that way by throwing the ball back out to the flat to a guy that went in motion and returned the motion back out to the flat. You're trying to play man-to-man. You can't cover that. You, it's impossible. I don't care who you are. You cannot cover that. You have to check the zone. Yep. If you play zone, you got guys in the flat. Look, mm-hmm. the Chiefs offense, as complicated as it might look, they attack the flat area and the hook area. That's where the ball's going. And in the red zone especially, it's going down there. So at some point in time, you got to look at this and go, you know what? We might want to just check it. When they get into these bunches, they're not running go routes, by the way, when they get in bunches. <laughs> they're running crosses or seven routes, and they're going to the flat. That's what they're going to run. So, Herm, let me ask you this follow-up question off this, because obviously we're having discussions today about Andy Reid being yes. potentially one of the greatest coaches of all time. What does that say about Eric Bieniemy, though? Hmm. And do you think the tonality of the conversation will change around his name as it presents itself to be a head coach in this league one day for all the missed opportunities that he wasn't afforded? I think he's going to be afforded this opportunity now to go out on his own, and I think it's time. Now, he could sit there and wait for Andy to retire and probably get the job. But I think he's at a point now in his career, he's going to go out on his own and run his offense, which will be good, which will be very good. Because then people can't say, well, Andy's kind of calling the plays and they're co-kind of coordinating. He's going to be on his own now. He's going to be the OC somewhere. And then eventually he gets that going and he'll become a head coach. And that's what you're hoping for because he deserves a shot. There is no doubt about it. And why he's been passed up by numerous coaches, uh, by numerous GMs, I don't understand. I do know this. Sometimes when you have as many interviews as that he's gone through, the problem is this. When you've gone through five or six interviews in a season and it's about two or three years worth and no one's hiring you, those owners talk too. And they're going, well, this guy's had 14 interviews in four years. No one's hired him. If you're the owner, you say, why should I hire him, right? See, that's the problem. And as much as we say, you know what, well, we want to make this thing even, give these guys. No, 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 no. All interviews ain't good interviews, especially when you're not getting a job. Yeah. Because yeah. then Mar- it can Mar- it flip the strip on you, right? Yeah, Marvin Lewis went through it. Yeah. He went through it early in his career. He got interviewed, passed up a couple times. Tony, it, too. Tony got passed up a couple times, and yep. it happens, and they miss out on good coaches, yep. and they may miss out wherever. If he if he decides to leave to go be the offensive coordinator somewhere else, he can always come back to Kansas City right. if Andy Reid decides to step yeah. down at some point in time if he does not get right. another job at that particular moment. Uh, Herm, we've been having this 
conversation about where Patrick Mahomes, you know, uh, yeah. where does he fall in the history oh, boy. of the quarterback <laughs> position yeah. in, in a short period? See, because I can't go all of Otto Graham and all that. Yeah, I ain't see I them. That. You know, I ain't see them play, Herm. I, yeah. I don't know nothing about that. Started I don't with, the, started I, with I, Joe Montana. I, I, you know? I, I, I ain't that old. I didn't see all Yeah, so I'm, I'm more in the – yeah, Montana. Montana is yeah. probably where I would start. We're not yeah. going to talk about Johnny Unitas. You right know, now. no, Johnny Unitas. Max can talk uh, about that with Babe Ruth and all that. Yeah, he can yeah. do that. Terry I'm Bradshaw. just talking about. Let's Terry start Bradshaw. with Montana. Let, where, where, where is he now from Montana to where we are today? Well, I think look, in Max, I heard Max say this earlier um, when he equated Jesse Owens. Right, Jesse Owens was in a different era than the athletes in today's era. This football has changed. It's become a passing league. It used to be a running league. People throw the ball more. So the quarterback's going to get highlighted a lot more. It's a quarterback-driven league. Back in the day, it was a running back-driven league, right? <laughs> you ran the football. That's what you did. And you played good defense. You had a quarterback. He might throw it 20 times, 25 times in a game, and you're good. Well, now it's different. And uh, Patrick Mahomes is in an era now where these guys are highlighted, and he's a step above everyone. With his acrim, uh, his ability to, to, to think and process information, uh, he has wonderful arm talent. There's no doubt about that. And then his competition. You know, he, he loves to compete. He's a competitor. And all these things come into play as well as this. He makes the people around him better. Now, does he have a Pro Bowl tight end? Absolutely. Tight end's first ballot Hall of Famer, along with the quarterback, along with the head coach. And so all these things are a part of it. But I like his demeanor. I like his humbleness, uh, how he always creates the environment of the team. Uh, To walk in his shoes is very difficult because he's expected to do this. You know, it's like when he does it, you go, oh, he just did this. And the more you watch him, look, this guy's 27 years old, guys. I mean, if he plays another 10 years, that gets him to 37. And if he keeps – up at this rate. Now, there'll be some stumbles, obviously, right? But, I mean, it's not like every year he's going to Super Bowl. But yeah, he's probably got a few more in his in his arsenal for sure. Mm. And Coach just said it. Like, when yeah, you talk I, about – I didn't even realize when you said 27, 27 and 37. Come on. Yeah, 27 and 37 is the 10 in between. Yeah. He might grab another four. <laughs> he's got and, some and, more stuff to do. And, Herm, just to add to what you said before, think about what the narrative – some people would try to push this narrative today. Well, he he gets there, but he can't get over the hump. Is he Aaron Rodgers? Like that that that's, that's the pressure. Gone. That's the pressure you were talking about, though. Yes. If he oh, I had get that. I had hump. that teed up, Jay. Ready to go? I had huh? that ready. What, I had that go. on the tee, Herm. Ready to hit it? Yeah. His, no, you live with that. I mean, the more you you know, the more you 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 win, the more is expected. And and it's it's, it's funny because everybody else is expecting that, yeah. right? They don't have to live in his shoes. They don't have to go do it. He actually has to go do it. It's, we could talk about it, and, you know, everybody could say, well, this, he, he ought to do this. It's funny how people say that, where if you've won one Super Bowl in your lifetime, that's pretty good that's deal. Amazing. You're a yeah. made dude. Man, right. Hey, the, oh, bo- man, one. the bottom line is, the <laughs> bottom line is, yes, he has Kelsey and he has Andy Reid, just like Tom Brady had yeah. Bill Belichick and Rob Gronkowski, just like Joe Montana had Bill Walsh and Jerry Rice, right? Yeah. But look what he's doing with it. Guys, second half of a game. The other team has completely outplayed you. They've monopolized the ball. You've barely touched it. They look incredible. You don't look so great. They're up double digits. What does your quarterback do? Yeah. What does he do? 
He writes the ship, doesn't turn the ball over, makes all the passes he needs to make. That wasn't preordained. He had to go out and do that. Well, and along with the staff going in at halftime, and I thought they adjusted to what was happening beautifully and attacked the coverage in the red zone. To, to me, it all was about the red zone. Both these quarterbacks moved the ball. Look, th- this, this was a fantastic Super Bowl. It was, by the way, it was 38 to 35, guys. It wasn't like yeah. a blowout, right? And, and so one team, you know, Eagles led by 10, okay, and then the second half, Chiefs by 13. But when you think about the game, it, it, for me, it was the third quarter. The Chiefs came out, got momentum. Then you had the big punt return. That was a problem. But to me, the biggest problem was the red zone, how they attacked man-to-man coverage in the red zone. And for you not to adjust on defense, that was your doom. Coach Herm Edwards, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, as always, Coach Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Thank you. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Hey, the refs get it right or not. You heard Coach say, look, whether or not you call it there, it was a penalty. But do you call it there? Did the refs get it right? 888-SAY-ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. I wish that fans would actually try to take a class and make these real, like, in-game decisions on the fly. Like, I know that we have 9,000 cameras and that we'll come back and we'll review every single call. And then we want to always talk about the one call that refs didn't get right. Nobody wants to praise the refs for all the calls they got right. You just kill them for the one they got wrong. And now all of a sudden we have a ref problem. Like, I see it in the NBA and in the NFL. Come on, man. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, <laughs> one me. John Perry, ESPN Monday Night Football rules analyst and former NFL official, including two-time Super Bowl referee. John, good morning. Technically, good morning. there are two questions here. Technically, was it the right call? That's the first question. Secondly, do you make that call that didn't seem to affect the play in that moment? Those are the two questions. Well, I'll start with the word that you use, which is interesting. Technically. Technically, yes. Technically, there is a shirt grab. The angle is perfect perfect for that deep wing official to see the shirt grab. But does it impact the play? Does it affect the route? Does it take a step away? Does it pull a shoulder back? Mm -hmm. I would say no. And we allow so much activity within that first yard, both offensive and defensively. I, I just I didn't like the call. I see why it was made, but I personally, at that moment, no, I did not like the call. You know, John, and that's what I was telling the guys earlier, having 
played the position and been grabbed many times and also have pushed off and you turned your head the other way a couple times and I've done that, but that's another story, right? <laughs> um, it, it, that it didn't impede him from going to get the football because it's not like it's Tyreek Hill or one of these speed demons. He wasn't going to get an overthrown ball anyway. So it's like, why would that referee uh, at that point in time decide that this was the moment to drop that flag? And, and so maybe I, I thought maybe he just didn't see it as clean as we may have saw it on television in real time. No, I, I think he does. I think from his angle, because I went back and replayed it a couple times just using the equipment, and the angle is perfect for him as the receiver goes inside and then he tries to break outside and the defender gets that shirt uh, in the fist. It lines up perfectly for him. And I think that is exactly why he threw he sees a shirt grab, which by rule and currently is a foul. That's why he throws. The, the, one of the questions that I guess I would ask the league, hey, you know, we go week after week after week, and I would imagine if we saw that 50 times, most people would say, you know what, it was a good pass that they didn't throw because there's really no impact at that moment. And now on this one play, Everybody certainly is struggling with the football eye test that that is a foul. John, I, I want to go back to uh, the first half for a second. The pass right before the half ended to Devontae Smith that was deemed not a catch. How did you see it? Because it leads to a lot of speculation around what is deemed to be a catch these days. So you got to have three ingredients. Control, he did. Two steps, he did. And then this, this part C, this third ingredient, which is a football act, uh, beginning to run, taking a third step, extending the ball over the goal line, extending the ball forward for a first down, uh, anything like that. If you don't commit that act, you at least have to have the time to do so. And, and that was the issue with that catch. Didn't have the third ingredient. Okay. All right. John... Let me ask you this question, because I'm, I'm, I'm curious to get your answer, because I know it's been something that's been talked about, it feels like, every offseason. The referees just basically becoming full-time. This is the only thing to do. We're going to go into training camps for an extended period of time. How come that hasn't just come to the surface? Well, I hope it never comes to the surface. My answer probably going to be a little bit different than what you might anticipate. Look, to get better, to get better at this craft, this profession of officiating, the only way to get better is to get reps at true speed, true game speed. You and I both know, because we did it. We did camps together when you were playing. Yes. Officials would come in for two, three, four days. Maybe, maybe there's 30 minutes of full speed hitting at that point. Now it's shorts and shirts and uh, just helmets only, there, there's really no opportunity with the action that takes place in a training camp environment for an official to get better. They get one opportunity, one game a week, three hours per week to get better. Now maybe there are, there's room to expand and say, listen, we want officials at our levels, the professional levels, XFL, USFL, NFL, let the guy work 
35, 40, 45 games per year. And I think because of those additional reps, they would get better. Mm-hmm. John Parry, ESPN, Monday Night Football rules analyst and former NFL official, which includes t- officiating two Super Bowls. And he let referee. me get a lot. He let me get away let with a lot. Get away Max. with murder. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thank you, John. We appreciate it. We appreciate your time very much this morning. Have a good one. Thanks. Hey, the guy's holding me, John. Did you see it? Don't worry, Key. I got it next time. <laughs> I mean, what a great point by John, though. Like the more, obviously, the more reps you get, the better off as something you become. So if you're getting limited reps, how can you? How are you expected to be? on top of your game in those critical moments. Of well, like course, you like said, they, they should have this off-season crossover yeah. with these other leagues and allow Smart. them to do that, too. That would be good. Randy and Georgia, you're on with Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, listen, uh, I, I'm i a Detroit fan, and we've been stung by, you know, the, the, the bad calls over the years, just as bad as anybody. But I got to be honest with you. That to me, in that big a game, that particular situation, there's no way that they should have made that call. Uh, you know, they let them hand fight all year long. Uh, you know, to me, that call is monumental. And you know, for it be, to be that difficult to get to that game, uh, it, know, they ended the, the Super the season, Bowl. They ended the Super Bowl on a ticky tack call. It's true. That ended the Super Bowl, effectively ended the Super Bowl. Although I will say, when your field goal kicker missed a field goal earlier in the game, like, did anyone else have that thought? Like, come on, man, this is a chip mm. shot, but there's a lot of pressure here. Oh, of Can't course. If he, if he, if he would have missed that, he could, he'd, See, have that had to, he'd have had to walk home there was a from lit, Arizona back I, to Kansas City. I asked earlier. I know, of course, you un, it unfolds the way it did for a reason. I'm just saying, you have to consider when you decide not to punch it in, now a touchdown well, you, can beat you. If yeah, they had come up with some miracle, now you your field goal like kicker got to hit it still? Yeah, no, you don't think points, like man. that. The coach is telling you on the sideline, yeah, if yeah, we let get it down there, down, of course. don't of course. go out of bounds, just slide. Leave him with eight you know. seconds to try to score. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Was that the wrong call? 888-SAY-ESPN. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again. 
by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn. Jay Will and Max. I wish that fans would actually try to take a class and make these real, like, in-game decisions on the fly. Like, I know that we have 9,000 cameras and that we'll come back and we'll review every single call. And then we want to always talk about the one call that refs didn't get right. Nobody wants to praise the refs for all the calls they got right. You just kill them for the one they got wrong. And now suddenly we have a ref problem. Like, I see it in the NBA and in the NFL. Come on, man. Boo Jay for that. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max. We are presented by Progressive Insurance here on ESPN Radio. You can see some tweets we have on uh, up on ESPNU. Various people not happy with that call. Wait, hold on, man. Yep. Andy Reid said he plans on coaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Why didn't he say, of course I'm coaching next year? Uh, you going to be a germ spreader, Key? Look at no, key. I just, as, I usual. Just, as usual. Look who you've become. They don't call it the Kedia for nothing. Oh, my goodness. He's a no, member I'm of the Kedia. Saying, I'm just like, the media. This is what you he plans on coaching. Coming. He didn't definitively say, I am coaching. Why, what do I look like? I look like a fool? Well, I mean, he didn't say. You think, the, you think the Chiefs don't want him back? No, 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 not that. I just, you know, celebrates. He takes some time. He breathes. You know, you know how these things happen. But I just, I heard him say it. I was like. All right, he listen, uh, you want to hear it from the coach himself? Let's hear it straight from the horse's mouth. I look in the mirror and I'm old. Um, I, my, my heart, though, is young. I mean, I still enjoy doing what I'm doing. I got asked that 50 times here. And finally, I just go, whatever, man, you know, whatever. And that's a, that's a good friend. Jay Glazer's a good friend. So, I mean, he, he's probably telling me to get my tail out. I'm too old. But um, I, I'm good with what I'm doing right now. There you go. Okay. Let's do, well, that's doing? different. Yeah, that's different than what Max said. So I'm glad Max teed it up for me to hear. That's all. Germ- teed yeah. it up for a member of the Kedia. Germ spreader Max. By the way, John Parry, ESPN rules analyst, was on and a my terrific radio show. Helped me get away with a lot of bad calls. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. And he gave his opinion on the Bradbury penalty call that effectively ended the Super Bowl. Technically, there is a shirt grab. The angle is perfect, perfect for that deep wing official to see the shirt grab. But does it impact the play? Does it affect the route? Does it take a step away? Does it pull a shoulder back? Mm-hmm. I would say no. And we allow so much activity within that first yard, both offensive and defensively. I didn't like the call. I see why it was made. But I personally, at that moment, no, I did not like the call. Yep, as Giants Daily tweeted, that's a Twitter account I follow, cry, Eagles cry on the road to misery. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> it is. And and by the way, if I was an Eagles fan, I'd be, ooh, would I be hot I mean, here's my I'd hot be so too. mad. I mean, look, at the end of the day, Jalen Hurts outplayed Patrick Mahomes. Like he did. I disagree with that. Early Me in the too. Game, I disagree the with it. You I, do? The, the, numbers-wise, okay, he, he had better numbers. But he didn't outplay him. Mahomes made just all the plays in the second half. He just didn't make a lot of plays in the first half, and his looked different than Jalen Hurts's. That's all. He just looked different. Jalen Hurts isn't the reason at all, even remotely close, right, Jay, to why they lost. It's not even well, close. Well, except for the turnover. That was the difference yeah, in the but game. That, but he uh, bounced back from that. He, he did bounce back. back for it, but just to, just to be clear, Mahomes did not turn the ball over. Had he, no, maybe the he Eagles didn't. win. 
but Hurts no, did. did, and therefore you could you could say that was the pivotal play of the game. It's, yeah, Hurts you played a fantastic that, game. You can couch that any way you want to, Max. Type of thing, though, Max. It's not. Yeah, you're the one who brought up that he outplayed Mahomes. I think he did outplay him. It's not a one-on-one kind of thing, Jay. I just disagree. I don't think he – in the first half he did, but down the stretch, Mahomes played Super Bowl-winning football. He made all the plays. And, Jay, and Jalen was playing Hurts. Super Bowl-winning football, so too. Jalen Hurts. He didn't yeah, Jalen exactly. played Super Bowl-winning football. Win. Except he didn't win because his defense didn't – Usually, the, turno- usually the turnover battle will decide the game, and, in fact, it did in this Yeah, case. it was one turnover, it man. It was, and that was the difference in the game. No, it wasn't. Or if you don't allow a pump return to go all the way to the five-yard di- line. The difference is you've got lots of three phases of the game. you got defense, offense, and special teams. Mm-hmm. Jay just special brought it teams. up. There was a huge pump return in the game that takes them down inside the red zone. They punch it in from there. You, that, that you could contribute to it. I understand when you look at the, the total points in the fumble and you say to yourself, well, if they don't fumble – then this wouldn't have never happened. Well, you can look at it from the side. If they don't get inside the red zone on the punt return, exactly. maybe that doesn't happen. The Chiefs' offensive line played very well in the second half, as did Mahomes, who read the defense very quickly, got the ball out fast. It was on time, on target, didn't turn it over. Super Bowl-winning football. Key, what do you always say? 182 yards, in this case, three TDs, yeah. no interceptions. You let your teammates do their job, and you win the Super Bowl. Victor yeah. in L.A. He was 21-27, a bucket, some change, this and three the- TDs. Yeah. Too many TDs for Key. Key would prefer two TDs, but he gave you three. No, if he give me three, give me four. I just don't need him trying right, to right. You throw Drop the ball there 50 times. times. Yeah. No, I don't need that. Victor in L.A. What's you up, know, Vic, man? Jay Will and Max. All right, man. Here's the deal. Okay? The saying is you got caught with your hands in the cookie jar. Now you got caught with a cookie in your mouth. If your mama doesn't catch you the first three times, it doesn't matter. You got caught with your hands in the cookie jar. That's the holding call. It was a legitimate call. Thank you. Well, I've been caught, and my brothers and sisters, we were caught as kids with our hands in the, our grandmother's cookie jar. Not good. We had to the eat all them stale cookies. <laughs> you had to eat all the stale cookies, huh? Because back then, you know, the grandparents had the cookie jars. Oh, yeah. And, they, and so we would go, and she'd tell us, no, you know, don't cookie do it, don't do it, don't do it. Four and a half and, months. And we go in eating it. She went and bought from, like, a dollar store type place a bunch of stale cookies. It made us sit down and eat them since you want to. Yeah, it was unbelievable, man. Hey, yet, did she have those little caramels? Did, I don't know. Like the, my, my grandmother used to have these little caramels in the little thing. That's the thing I used to say. The clear packages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The butterscotches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah, little clear ones. That's, yeah, that's grandparents' dish. candy. Yeah, they, they always had. Grandparents always had three things. They had, at least in my experience, coffee ice cream. You go to anyone's house, they got coffee ice cream. They had ginger ale, and they had always. those candies ginger wrapped up. Ale. Yeah, and also the candies back in the day, on you, the couch. But see, back in the day, the candy used to be in like the fruit section where you go and you right. scoop it out. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. put it in the bag. Yeah, All Jay, right. we old. <laughs> no <laughs> Jay's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> I eat the fancy caramels in the package now. Jay doesn't even eat; he just eats uh, NFTs in the uh, in the uh, multiverse. Wah, wah, That's wah. true. That fills him up. I don't even think that exists anymore, it's NFTs. Wild. I haven't heard somebody say NFT in years. Danny it's in Chicago. Blockchain. You're on with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Danny in Chicago. See what you do, Max. I pre- thank you very much. I appreciate the intellectual capital that you all apply on a daily basis. I have, one op- I have two observations. One, there was a tug, and I acknowledge that. One, it is said it must acknowledge that. But secondly, I don't think that the ball was catchable. And the reason I don't think it was catchable because if you notice the defense, 
that one of the defensive men were bearing down on Mahomes, and he had to unload that pass because had he not done so, he would have been probably been sacked and may have been out of uh, may have been out of range for any field goal. But but you know you know what he's right about all that. But I don't believe I don't believe that that was the intentions to begin with. When he got once he got grabbed, flag was once out. he got huh once he got grabbed the flag was out. No, once he got grabbed OJ, Juju decided to run up the rail. But I don't think that that was the initial play. The initial to me when I'm look when I went back and I, I looked at it, it looked like Juju was supposed to run a return route, get the football and turn up. It wasn't getting ready to be a return route up the field for the go route. Patrick Mahomes just got rid of the football because he was being barreled down. When next time we watch the clip, if you notice, there's another Kansas City Chief player coming into the same area as Juju down the field. And I don't think they were supposed to be stacked like that. Steve in Michigan. You're on with Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Or not, Steve. Steve in Michigan. And How are you? There he is. Hello. Go ahead, Steve. Hi, guys. Yep, what's going on? Well, I've been waiting. It's the first time I've actually gotten into you guys, and I, it's always worth the wait. Uh, I wanted to weigh in on a couple of things, some great, some not so good. I'm a Bears fan, so, yeah, hey, can we get Hurts, or can we find Patty? We got Justin. I think he's going to do it. Uh, I'll leave it there. But you kind of got Hurts, um, sort of. You got, got like Justin a version Fields, yeah. of Hurts who, if they div- bring him along and give him the right stuff, might be able to do something like what Hurts has done. By the way, look at, look at Jalen Hurts' offensive line. Look at the wide receivers that Howard Roseman has built around him. Like, hey, they built an incredible team around him. That's what, they, that's what Ryan Poles needs to do in Chicago. That's not to say, yeah. Key, it's for sure Hurts can <clears> – <throat> sorry, Fields can do what Hurts is doing, but he has a good shot to. Very, very similar skill set. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and, and if Ryan, my good friend, Poles, my buddy on Michigan Ave that I met mm-hmm. with and had a brief conversation about trading for T. Higgins of Cincinnati and see if he could pry that open mm-hmm. when we had our conversation at the light pole, that that would certainly Ryan help. Pole at the light pole. <laughs> <laughs> that would certainly help them. If they can go get a guy like T. Higgins. They haven't had an O line in a long time, Jay's right. In a long, if they have, give, give, let's give Fields an O line and T. Higgins, right, mm-hmm. and see what happens. Did the Eagles get robbed? We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. So we've been talking a lot about how great Patrick Mahomes is and Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey. The flip side of that is 
We've also been talking a lot about how Eagles fans feel this morning. And while I, I, it's so it's like mother's milk to me, they're suffering. And yet, if I was an Eagles fan, ooh, I would have a reason to be hot this morning. Did the Eagles get robbed? Let's just put it that way. The game was effectively ended by the refs. Michael in New Jersey, you're on with Keyshawn J. Willemax. How's everybody, how's everybody doing? Doing good, brother. Yeah, AJ Will, Garden State represent, man. But All if you day. watched that game yesterday, Patrick Mahomes, the magic man, pointed it out to the ref what happened. That was a holding, automatic holding, man, and we repeated it again. Hey, but you can't take nothing from Jalen Hurt, man. He's a beast. And he did. That's a great point. Mahomes pointed it out. Well, Mahomes saw it and pointed it out. Here's what I love about Patrick Holmes, too. After the game, I don't know if you guys saw this, but, I mean, he, he made his way through a lot of stuff to find. He kept holding up. Like, he was trying to find Jalen Hurts. Like, I just, I don't know, man. Like, something about both these guys, two black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl, both classy, both great representatives of the sport. Like, you couldn't ask for a better matchup. You couldn't. Those are two of the – I mean, that's the best quarterback in football, and in my estimation, one of a top, a top three quarterback in football. I put Burrow in there too because Burrow did what, you know, got to the end last year, almost won it, just like Hurts almost won it, and had another great year this year. So I'm with you, Jay. I put him ahead of Hurts because he's done it a little longer, and now Hurts is ahead of everyone else because Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, none of those guys have done what Hurts has done. Did the Eagles get robbed, Tom, in South Jersey? Hey, fellas, listen, I'm not saying that cost of the game, but what about when Devontae Smith got hit when he caught that ball from Jalen Hurston? First couple plays of the game, that was helmet-to-helmet spearing. They don't, they don't call that. They show it once on TV, go away from it. Okay, but then don't make that call late in the game that like, like did have some outcome on the game. It was just unex- unex- unexcusable. Yeah, I think people react more to late game stuff than early game stuff, right? Because it's high, higher leverage because you know everything that's come before, and now here comes the game's going to turn on this play. Like you could say, well, it could have turned on that play. Yeah, but then a whole bunch of stuff happens after. At the end of the games, it's, it's, it's very crucial. If you crucial. go back and you think about the Rams, if that Rams Saint missed call was in the first quarter. Not the same. Come on, man. Not I mean, the same. But think the last two games for the Kansas City Chiefs, right? AFC Championship, they get the, the late hit. Puts him in field goal position, and then this yes. one on the holding. Yeah, but he got that late position. hit in the first quarter, pushed him out of bounds yeah, in the first quarter, second quarter. Not that big of a deal. But, yeah. you know, just like used to happen with the Patriots all the time. When you got Belichick and Brady, when you got Mahomes and Reed, you know, uh, You're gonna uh, get those calls. Uh, luck is the residue of design, it's, too, it's, you know? It's craziest thing ever. People be pulling so hard for against Belichick, and all of a sudden it's like, are you serious right now? And then you like, look, and it's like, yeah, that is the rule. Actually, it's, it's they all, get it right. Put you know? it this way. It's fun when you're on the team. It's yeah. not so fun when it's against you. Russell in Florida. You're on with Keyshawn. Oh, Jay Russell Wilson. Max. <laughs> not Russell Wilson. Not ah. Russell Wilson. All right, fellas. Uh, we waited two. See, that's what you get. We heard Messing with me. Better, except for quarterback, except for tight end, and except for coach. I can, we but couldn't hear anything you said before. What except? Say yeah, that again. We couldn't again. hear you. Oh, we just said that uh, for two weeks we heard about how the Eagles had the advantage at every position except for possibly quarterback, coach, and tight end. Right. But why are we not talking today about how I didn't see that the 
Justin. I didn't see Hargrave do anything. I didn't see Reddick. I didn't see Darius Slay. I didn't see any plays on special teams. And if Jalen Hurts had the roster that um, Patrick Mahomes would has, they'd be saying, oh, he needs some more receivers in the offseason. Yeah, because Mahomes is the best. I don't think anyone's arguing that. Okay. That's a big advantage. I see you shooting your shot at Philly fans. Mahomes is him. Yeah, that's, that's, Mahomes is in a class Jalen by Hurts himself. Too, you, yeah, but he, no, but no, he, no, no, no. He's different. him, but he just, it's not a capital H. Yeah, yeah. That's the only problem. Uh, it's a lower yeah. case <laughs> lower He's case him, age. but different. not a capital yeah. H. That's all. Mahomes He'll is get him. there. Yeah, him. Corey in Michigan. Yes, Corey. I'm Corey here. Corey in Michigan? You're here. Great. Yeah. We're here. So go. <laughs> okay, what I want to say. All right, hey. First, let me say what's up to all of y'all on the panel, man. Y'all do a great job. Thank you. Diving right in. The Philadelphia Eagles did not get robbed. Hey, I'm a former, and I want you to listen to this. I'm a former probation officer. Uh-oh. I used to always, I used to always give breaks to my probationers. But one thing I used to tell them is, don't put yourself in a position where you have to ask for leniency. So my point is, they all knew certain things were against the rules, but if you don't do it, then you don't have to go in front of the judges or you don't have to go in front of the officials and say, hey, can I have a break? Bradbury did it right in front of his PO. Yeah, I don't need. I don't want that dude in my PO. What was his name? <laughs> right in front of his uh, PO, and Patrick Mahomes pointed no, it out. No, I'm to talking him. about my like, man that just yeah. called from Michigan. I'm cool. Oh, yeah. I don't, yeah, Corey, man, you can't. Uh, don't, no, yeah. I don't need him. Like my PO. PO, right? No, Max. You talking about he ain't gonna hook me up? What, I mean, come on, hook a brother up. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said he might, but just don't put yourself. But then again, Corey. If, if he needs to be hooked up, then obviously he's put himself in a position where he needs to be hooked up, right? Like Corey's kind of saying, I'll give you leniency as long as you don't do anything. Well, then when do I need leniency in those gray areas? Tony in Kentucky. Hello. Yes, What's Tony. up, Tony? Yeah, yeah I'm a Bengals fan, and uh, we're kind of used to this here. But uh, you had Patrick Mahomes and Reed making State Farm commercials, and we're playing in State Farm Stadium. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> I mean, come on. The other, the other thing, uh, why don't they let these refs go to some kind of make a computer program for them to train to make calls and stuff? Uh, you know, you know, in their well, but, spare but what time. What we're arguing about training. here? Wait a minute. Is the opposite of that? Who is this in Kentucky again? Tony. 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 Tony it's the opposite. We're saying a computer could make that call. Right? Like, it was technically right. What we're arguing about is the human element. You have to contextualize and realize, even if it's technically the right call, it did not affect the play, and the, and the Super Bowl hangs in the balance. Well, that's that's when you don't said, want a computer making the call. The first thing I said is he would have never gotten to that ball. So it didn't really affect right. that particular play. But I, for some reason, at third and eight, I think he was trying to check him down on a return route so he can get it at five and turn the corner. Because typically, when you run a shallow cross like that, Max, they're trying to cut you off, and you put your foot in the ground and retrace, you got all the action up the world on the sideline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Real quick, yes. we lost a, a great one the other day, Barry Sachs, who I worked with uh, for 10 years of college basketball to a heart attack. Uh, rest in peace. Love you and your family, Barry. Uh, he's one of the most incredible men I've ever worked with. Long-time ESPN um, Barry Sachs, yes, condolences to his family, of course. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Greeny coming up. We'll see you tomorrow.
Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.